Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, happy Wednesday. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you all of the news, the stories, the trials, tribulations, the joys, the agonies about the Columbus Blue Jackets, Monday to Friday, every week. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular listener, I super appreciate it. Lockdown Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. So, like I said yesterday, we are going to be doing some prospect reviews this week, uh, or some prospect profiles in the uh, during the All-Star break. Obviously, no important hockey being played, uh, so we'll... Uh, I thought we'd look ahead to the future. Yesterday, we talked about Callie Odelius with uh, Mikhail Holm, and today, uh, Mikhail Holm is uh, talking to us about Juraj Slavkovsky, who is a Slovakian uh, winger, very, very big, and... Uh, I'll just uh, I'll just get right into it because Mikhail says things much better than I could. Uh, but yeah, let's um, let's move on to a another prospect. Uh, so again, when we were kind of discussing what we were going to talk about, I was like, "Hey, who's a prospect that you think is cool and is probably going to go in the in the top 15? And you said Yuri uh, Slavkovsky, I believe his name is. Uh, so That's let's uh, let's talk about him for a little bit. He's a bit more than what I talked about with um, the the prospect that is made to play at a higher level already. Uh, he's a six foot four uh, winger, uh, big dude, placed in the Finnish uh, top league. But he's a Slovakian kid. One of one of the uh, all the of all the good Slovakian players that are coming up right now. Um, the reason I like him is because his. Skill to keep the puck around at all cost. He cannot lose the puck at all. Like it's impossible for him to lose the puck. In board battles, whatever. He just plows people, moves them around, and just he's very skilled as well as a player using as using his hands as a six foot four player. He can get get by players pretty easily. He skates pretty well. For, uh, he skates well, and not even well for a big dude. He skates well. That's enough. There's uh, a difference. Skates, yeah. Yeah, because skates well with a big dude is a is is a bit lower level than skates well. So yeah. he skates well, and um, he is very good at finding loose pucks. Like uh, that's an ability ability I like. He always finds the loose puck and gets to areas where he can win the puck and where he can where he can score in and around the net as well. So uh, I think he is a very uh, safe pick. But I also think there's a lot of headroom to work with because he can shoot and he's he is skilled and he can set up players so there's a headroom for him but it's also a very nice and solid bottom line as well where he can be a, like a third line guy just being big and scoring 20 goals or something but he could also be a number one winger and play with Kent Johnson be incredible around the net and just having Kent Johnson serving pucks all the time that's also a very good poss- possibility. So I think uh, I think Jura is is one one of the players I, I like in the top ten. He's one of the seven that I spoke about earlier. With uh, De- you know, we we're talking about Adelius, that he's one of the best seven players uh, in the draft for me. 
So I think he he would be a great addition whenever Columbus gets to pick in the top ten. And I think uh, he he will be around, but he's also played at a lot of NHL teams covet, and they really like six foot four, six foot five kids that plays in the top league in Europe. They yeah, they, 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 they have a thing for them. They do love That's, large teenagers. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> it's concerning. Yes, but, well uh, <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, I think I think Yuri Slikowski is a great pick to to make. So uh, he he shakes a lot of boxes for me. That's the easiest way to describe it. Yeah. Does he have a an NHL comparable or you know a, a a Blue Jackets comparable? But if not, then you know someone in the the wider wider NHL world that you can kind of uh, link him to. It's hard. Um... I mean, I can't like he's big and moves well and kind of skilled. Then you want to think of Rick Nash immediately, but he's not Rick, Rick Nash. Uh, even though I, I know a lot of Columbus Blue Jackets uh, people would want that, <laughs> of course. Well, we would love to, to draft the new, the next Rick <laughs> <Yeah>. Nash. <laughs> but I don't know. He he's it's weird because we always talk about how NHL teams love these big players that are skilled and do do a lot of the scores and stuff, but um. I have a hard time finding a comparable for him. Maybe like a Brady Kachuk, something like that. More of that line. Isn't like two Brady Kachuk stacked on each other? I think. Yeah, Brady isn't <laughs> that small, is he? He's like, he's like what six three, six two, something. Oh, like that. I always think, think. I think it's because he's got such a baby face. I always think he's like five nine. So. Yeah, I think I think he's pretty big. So I think Brady would be a pretty good. Like I like. Um, I would say his, his game around the net is pretty similar to Brady Kachuk that he can find pucks, lose pucks, and just heave them in. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I would not say no to to a Brady Kachuk on on my team. I know the Kachuk, the Kachuks get a lot of uh, bad press for being Kachuks, but both of yeah. them are, are pretty good players, so I wouldn't be I would be upset about that. Um, but yeah, they they kind of have him drafted. Uh, he's ranked anywhere between. So it looks like fourth and fourteenth. Uh, so he, I think, is probably a more likely pick for the Blue Jackets, just based on where I think they're gonna they're gonna end up drafting. Um, but yeah, if he, someone, you know, a a, a a top ten pick is almost always gonna be a a good player. But this is a kid that really seems like he could, like you say, put him on a line with Ken Johnson and just watch them watch them go could be uh could be really fun in a minute i've got more of my conversation with mikhail but first i want to tell you about built bar because it's the new year soon so that means new year's resolutions and if yours is about getting fit or eating better like mine probably should be make sure you include built bar in your plan because built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or maybe even better than a candy bar Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you're going to want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which uh, can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You know, for me, I want to eat healthy, but like two weeks in, I want chocolate. And here's the great thing about Built Bar. It's covered in 100% real chocolate, low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, high in protein, and here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's built.com, 
promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be good for Ken Johnson to have another guy that can carry the puck a little bit more in transition because I think that's where Ken Johnson had his biggest weakness, that he's he's not that quick and he's not that good in transition. But I think uh, having your eye just plowing through, opening up some some room for Ken to work his magic would be a really good thing for Blue Jackets. Yeah, it's, it's interesting looking at, at prospects now and being like, hmm, who do I want to play with Kent Johnson or who do I want to put on Cole Sillinger's wing? I feel like we have a lot of a lot of baby centers that uh, will develop into pretty good players. So it's it's a fun time to be a Blue Jackets fan, honestly, uh, if only because we're going to collect a lot of, of good prospects over the past over the next couple of years as we continue to be terrible on the ice. Um <laughs> Well, it's, it's finally a little bit for Blue Jackets. They should have torn it down a couple of years ago already, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, that that about time. That uh, trip to round two of the playoffs really really messed with the uh, <laughs> messed with the rebuild plans. But uh, I'm never I'm never going to be mad about winning in the playoffs. Um, so no, it, it's fun. It, it is happens, what it is. So, yeah, no, it's fun when it happens. So yeah. it's always. I always think like, would I? Would I take like if, if it was a choice of winning the playoffs or like trading away Bobrovsky and Panarin for first round picks and stuff? Would I have made that trade? And honestly, even now, I don't think I would have. I think the winning that first playoff series was just I don't know. I had so much fun sweeping Tampa. The team had so much fun. So it is what it is. And now we're kind of paying yeah. for it a little bit. But it looks like like I say the, the five top round top. The five first round draft picks in two years is uh, is not terrible. So hopefully we can no. we can make something of it. Um, Maybe you get some more this year. I don't know what you have, what you guys have to trade, but oh, I'm super Maybe. excited for Jonas Kopsalo to get traded to Edmonton for a first round pick. That's going to be, <laughs> and then he will suck there too. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> probably, but that's that's not necessarily his fault, and more the fact that Edmonton is where goalies go to die. So. Uh, yeah. Max Domi might go as well for I don't know if we'll get a first for him, but he could go. Patrick Line might go. It's I don't know, it's a weird time in, in Blue Jackets land. I hope Patrick Patrick Line doesn't go. But no. He's he's very he's good, but maybe you should try to cash in on him. Yeah, that's the thing. And we're paying him seven and a half million dollars at the minute, so <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of money. Um but yeah, I don't think I have any more any more questions about uh, about Slavkovsky. Just kind of who is you know we we we've talked a little bit about Odilis, we've talked a little bit about Slavkovsky. Obviously, Shane Wright is the kind of the consensus number one pick. Who's your favorite player in that's kind of in this in this draft? You know, if you t- if you take Shane Wright out of it, then or I mean, he might not be your favorite player. Who's who's the the guy that if you could pick first overall, who would you pick? Uh, if I pick first overall, I'll take Shane Wright. Yeah. With, with, without a second. But if you couldn't take but Shane Wright, if he was not in this. I, then, it's a, then it's a fight between Brad Lambert and Logan Cooley for me. Brad Lambert plays in Finland. Um, he's he's had a little bit of a maligned season. Some people don't, haven't really liked it. But I, I, I don't know where they're coming from because he's just incredible. Uh, he's a great, he carries the puck in transition in incredibly well insanely skilled so fast just so so much fun uh 
And I think uh, him and Logan Cooley are pretty similar in that way that they're both fast, fun, skilled centers. They can do uh, a lot of uh, good things on the team. Now, should the Columbus draft more centers? Probably because you shouldn't draft for need, but will they? Uh, I don't know. If they if they see Kent Johnson and Cole Sillinger as future centers, then maybe they will go towards a defenseman or a, or a winger. And in defenseman, I, I like David Jurišek. Plays in plays uh, in the Czech league. He's injured right now, but he is very raw. Uh, but he has a lot of interesting tools. Moves well. He's also big. He's a little bit like a Simon Edvinson kind of player that can. He needs to go into himself, and then when he does that, then he he's ready to really take over, as someone Edison has done in the SHL this year. Um, Coming up in a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Mikhail, but first I'll tell you about Bet Online because Bet Online is back. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props to where the next five coaches going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline where the game starts. I think Frank Nazar or Nazar, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, but plays for USNTDP with Logan Cooley, among others. Uh, I think he could be a really good option on the wing as well. Yeah, he's he's someone that I've kind of been uh, keeping an eye on. Uh, as, as, as someone who knows very little about, about prospects, I do just kind of latch onto a guy sometimes, but he's, he's a name that I've heard a lot. And he's a guy that I could see, again, maybe going in that, top three to eight position maybe which is is where i would like the the blue jackets to end up picking yeah. so he's he's someone that's definitely been on my radar putting matt savoy with cole Sillinger could be a really fun fun pairing too he could pass give a lot of get a lot of assists to Sillinger. Sillinger just loading up with shots and savoy passing him would be wouldn't be too bad so there's a few options but those players that i mentioned uh those are, I don't think I missed anyone of the seven I have on my top uh, seven. So uh, those are the players I would go for within the top 10. Then you have some, a few others that might get into it. Like uh, Simon Nemich uh, has a lot of a lot of fans, uh, especially on the uh, Twitter scouting <laughs> area. A lot of Twitter scouts lo- love uh, Nemich. Uh, I'm not as enamored with him, but I think I, he's, he's good. He's 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 pretty good, but but yeah. Then you have I don't know if you're picking outside the top ten, then you can uh, you can probably find someone like I don't know if you fall down to fifteen, maybe like a well, no Austin, <laughs> I would say from your Gordon as well. I, I'd pick him in the ten to fifteen range. He's he's incredible, but he's also a center, so it's a. Uh, I mean, you can never have too many centers, honestly. No, and you can always move one to one to the wing. Like Sillinger or Johnson could both. Johnson as a a long-term center, anyway. So, yeah, yeah, no, neither Johnson or Sillinger were for me last year at least uh, long-time long-term centers. But 
Sillinger has been good this year, so I'm might have to one of our revise that. Which is yeah. Maybe not great if your like eighteen year old is is one of the best players on the team, but I've I've really liked what uh, what I've seen from him, and I'm really happy that uh, we got him where we did. Yeah, he shows good promise for for the for the future, which is what yeah. Blue Jackets needs to Blue Jackets fans need to look forward to the future. They shouldn't care about the now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This season's been this season's been tough. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of all I've got for you today about uh, about those those prospects um if people want to kind of learn more about prospects or look at kind of the the stuff that you write on prospects or you know i, I know that you have a, a like a, a monthly newsletter where you talk about about draft rankings and stuff uh, where can where can people find you and your work yeah so you can find me on twitter at call mikhail home um they can uh, read my work i haven't updated it in a while but I'm think I need to find some uh, mojo back to write again, but I have uh, I have a Substack, uh, MikhailHolm.substack.com. Um, there's some uh, top prospect, old prospect reports that you can read there still uh, from this year. And then I also work as a European crossover scout for Smart Scouting, who recently put out their their list. And uh, yeah, gonna write a few reports there soon so that you can also find my work there but all of it's going to be tweeted out so mainly twitter twitter is twitter is the place to start uh yeah thanks for thanks for coming to like i say i know very little about prospect so it's always super cool to have people come and people who are much smarter than me about this kind of thing come and talk to me about about prospect because it's always something that i want to know more about but never really know where to where to start so uh yeah thanks for thanks for giving me some uh some new time yeah, thanks for having me. And that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow, I will have some more draft profiles for you. Uh, I talked to Tony Ferrari, uh, noted uh, bald draft analyst about uh, Shane Wright. So that is uh, that is what's coming up tomorrow. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jacket and wherever you get your podcast. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.